Sunday Gravy. Welcome to Sunday Gravy. This is a podcast based on recent sermons of High Point Community Church, as well as anything else that just happens to be on our mind. If you would like to contact us, you'll find all of our information at highpointcommunitychurch.org or highpoint.community. And now on with the show. Welcome, welcome, hey. welcome to Sunday, 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 gravy, gravy, gravy. All right. We have a special guest today. Uh, as promised, we have a familia. Uh, <laughs> we have a we have a lady on the podcast with us today. It's not just and any lady. It's the first ever lady. The first ever lady. <laughs> welcome, Eve. <laughs> we have a, no, we have a, a, a very special guest with us today. Uh, she is... In, in fact, one of the founding members of High Point Community mm. Church um, and has not attended in quite a while. Wow. <laughs> wow. So, uh, so, yes, um, would you like, how about you introduce her? Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce to you the first child ever born, my favorite oldest child of all time, <laughs> Miss Lauren Hope Hill. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You asked for it, so you I got did. it. I did. Thank you so much. Always <laughs> comes in clutch. She asked for an air horn, so she mm. got the closest thing we had. But anyway, welcome, Hope. Thank Glad you. Glad to have you with us on S- Sunday Gravy. And um, we need some female perspective to a lot of what we say. And, you know, just, well, how about we just need healthy perspective to a lot of what we say. So, Fair enough. Uh, today is Monday. Uh, September 12th, 2022, coming to your review, September 11th, 11th, 2022. So, uh, notable date there, but, um, yeah, coming to your review, uh, yesterday, how about, how's y'all's weekend been or week, week, weekend? What'd y'all do this weekend? It's been busy. It's been busy because one of the reasons why I hope gets to be here today is because she's actually moving back from North Carolina. Amen. And so, <laughs> so I actually had to drive out to North Carolina to help her pack up. Where in North Carolina did you live exactly? So close to the East Coast, Fayetteville, North Carolina, like an hour from the beach. How far is that from Wilmington? An hour. Okay. Yeah, an hour from the coast. It's an hour from coast, everywhere. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Yeah. So just fun story, really mm-hmm. fast. Um, I had this bright idea that I was going to rent this trailer, and basically you rent the trailer. It gets to your house, and all you have to do is pack your stuff, and then they take it to your next location, and then you unpack it. A pod? Well, it's kind of a pod, but it's it's a trailer. It's a tractor trailer. Yeah, it's a tractor trailer. Tractor trailer. And they allot you a certain amount of space, and then the more space you use, the more money you pay. So it became a challenge. Is there like a diagram on the floor? Yeah, like on the side. Don't cross the the green line. Every two feet, I'm going to tell you, every two feet was an additional $150. It became oh, wow. a game. Yes, so, Tetris. Tetris yeah, so all the way. I would like to say we got it in eight feet. Eight My feet, whole y'all. house Wow. eight feet. Wow. So we used to work with this missionary uh, that did, um, he did mission work in Burkina Faso, and they would take these big shed top buildings over there, and they would ship them in containers, and they would ship a 60 by 100 pavilion 
<laughs> 60 by 100 pavilion in the bottom eight inches of a container. There's yeah. no way. If they, if they need somebody <laughs> to help, Joey Hill's available. <laughs> is that not crazy, though? That is crazy. And then they would put stuff on top of it. So they would, yeah. and anyway, so that was their deal. They would, most of them would contain, they would put a building. If they were going to do a container, it would have to be for one of two purposes, either a building or a, um, a vehicle. Yeah. They would, they would get, um, what's the, was it Land Rovers that they drove in Jurassic Park? Mm-hmm. Is that what it was? Yeah. So that's what they looked like then is it was those Land Rovers and they would, they had, I don't know if it was a dealership or if it was the manufacturer themselves, but they would donate those things, brand new ones. Wow. To send to Africa. Is that not crazy? That's crazy. But if they if they were doing a building, they would ship it in the bottom eight inches of a container, and then they would pack it full of other stuff. And if they yeah. shipped a, a Land Rover over, they would pull it into a container. And when they got the thing to Africa, I got to be help part of packing one one time. And mm-hmm. then it was like they would put – we would pack it as full of stuff as we possibly could, leaving just – the the driver's seat empty to where they could drive into it and then we'd walk into the container and throw stuff in there and throw stuff around it so but when they would get to africa like you open the console of that thing and like socks will shoot out of it <laughs> anyway. i'm afraid when my trailer gets there it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be like that it's gonna be like yeah. that yeah, yeah like yeah. a snake in a can <laughs> <laughs> anyway so we are glad to have you so uh any anything else interesting what about you no, I had a good weekend. I cut my grass. David Walker, he asked me yesterday. He's like, you cut your what? grass yet? Oh. And I was like, yes. We love pe- accountability. Yeah, because yes. people drive by and see it. Is that what you're – I guess so. I don't know. Uh, that's one perk to living way off the road. Nobody knows what a jungle I live in until they turn down my driveway. <laughs> this is true. We talked about grass the last time, didn't we? Did we? I yes, think so. I think that's why he asked me. Yeah. Oh, I got you. He listens to the podcast. He yeah. does. Oh, okay. Well, hello, David. Hey, David. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, I didn't, uh, I didn't have anything really interesting over the weekend other than a near heart attack watching Alabama play football. But, mm. um, I thought about you. Mm. Did you? Yeah, because I know how stressful those games are for you, and that was a stressful game <laughs> for me. And so I was like, I literally felt. Blake Winko's freaking out. I literally was wait. I was waiting for the text. You know, the text I get every year. Alabama is going two and eight this year. <laughs> I'm very pessimistic. Yes, but you are. I'll convince myself that my brother gives me a hard time about it because I convince myself that we're going to lose every game so that when we win, I'm not disappointed. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You're actually happy. Yeah. I, well, it's unexpected. Yeah. Right. Look, we beat Utah State. Can y'all believe that? <laughs> you know, they got that linebacker. You know, they got that linebacker. He was ranked number 37 out of the state of Kansas. You know, so. <laughs> Mm. Anyway, yeah. uh, oh, I, I will say that we uh, congratulations to Corner. They did have a great yeah. win on Thursday night against Cordova mm-hmm. in overtime. Yeah, with no quarterback, lost Landon Peterson in the first quarter. Yeah, he is out with a with a uh, what do you call it? A fracture. So <laughs> I'm not a doctor. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he's out. But so they won that game. They won that game from the Wildcat position. Big so, game this crazy. Friday too. Yeah, playing big. Adorable right. dogs. Yeah, no comment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, oh, and tonight, we were get a little beef. Tonight, oh it's yeah, homecoming for the homecoming middle school. Homecoming for the middle school. JV playing. So. Yeah, I'll be escorting at the middle school. So if you, when I say escorting, I mean walking my daughter out onto the field. What's the, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Blake. Sorry. What's the fit? What you wearing? 
Uh, I'm wearing my men in black suit. Perfect. It's a. It's just a black suit. <laughs> With a, with a skinny black tie. And that was our I don't, fashion segment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I have a skinny bl- a skinny tie. And in case you didn't know, you could probably figure this out ahead of time. Why are you laughing already? <laughs> if you, if you, She's you, about to spit her drink. You, you would have figured this out. When I wear a skinny tie, there's just something. Was it new? <laughs> it, looks like, it looks like a joke. It looks like it looks like I have a thread loose on my shirt, like like my jacket, like like my jacket has a thread, like it's just a loose thread hanging down the center of my shirt, sweating already. Is a, a skinny tie is not uh for those of you who've never met me in person, you've only listened to my sultry voice over the interwebs. There, I'm a big bone guy. I'm, I'm I'm big. Is that bone. what you call it? <laughs> yeah, I'm big bone. Okay. And so they, um, yeah, the skinny tie. I don't know. I because I look at them on other people. I'm like, man, skinny ties are cool. Are they back in? <laughs> yeah. Like that's are they? Yeah. Really? What I They've what been. I need is you to like be the guy that also has it like fitted at the bottom. Yes. No socks. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yes. Okay. Blake, if you're going to go, like, like the go for full it. on hipster. Why can't you run out Please. and buy a new suit this afternoon? I know. Yeah. It's but, a dream. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dream. That, Maybe one day. That, the skinny tie, though, is like, I, I, I have a love hate relationship with it because when I look at it on other people, I'm like, man, skinny ties are cool. And then when I put it on, I'm like, <laughs> you to corner Justin Timberlake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm like, this is a bad look on me. That's what I think every Speaking time. of dressing up, I need you to share the story that you told us this morning about pictures at the middle school. About taking pictures of, yes. of feet? Yes. Yeah. So I got in trouble because they're doing homecoming this week, and so they do the dress-up days. And so my wife has to be at work early, and so she'll send me with our young girls, youngest girls, and they'll meet over in the parking lot to, of the gym to take pictures before they go into school. And, um, the, uh, and so it's been different. I've, I've gotten trouble every day because when I take pictures, evidently I cut people's feet off and she doesn't like that. And so to, is that why when you took our picture yesterday, our family picture, you I asked said, us do you want, we your- want her feet? <laughs> he did, didn't he? Oh well, I, cause I've been, you getting, that I've been getting a lot of flack about that for like the last week. And so do you I, want your feet? I said, or I, I, so when we got there this morning, they had, uh, some of the girls they had uh, bandana, bandanas tied around their shins. It was uh, it was school spirit day, so they were all wearing black and yellow or black and gold, whatever. And uh, they wanted pictures of their feet, and they all had same socks and stuff. So they were taking a picture of all of them's feet in a circle. So the first four pictures I sent my wife were just feet. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And then after that, I took real pictures and sent them to her. So, anyway, but that, that, today was kind of a waste because I show up and it's like all the corner kids are all wearing <laughs> corner shirts and black and yellow. And I'll get out and I'm like, yeah, we'll never get this photo op ever, ever. again. Ever. Right. You know, right. definitely not tonight at no. the ball game. No, it had to be now at 7 a.m. Yeah, yeah. 7 a.m. Well, while I'm barely awake. So. Yeah, I did something similar with the boys. Um, because mom had to start working, and so he had to take first day of school pictures, and now it's become like a thing oh, yeah. where every year he just takes parts of their arms and their feet. Because it drives then, her crazy. Oh, it makes her so mad. She's it's a picture awesome. Nazi. I mean, it's, it's just awesome. ridiculous. Like, yeah. anyway, I don't worry about it because my wife doesn't listen to this podcast, so. 
So uh, here's here's before we get into the service for Sunday. Here here's our say what segment for today. Okay, is loose tiger spotted in Homa, Louisiana. I don't know why I keep coming up with animal stories. I believe it. You are locked in on that loose tiger. I know you're going to give the same stat that I'm about to give. Yes, about <laughs> Texas. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Go ahead, tell them. They won't believe it. Okay, there are more. We're lost. Listen, listen. There are more tigers owned as pets in the state of Texas than there are in the wild in the entire world. I believe it. On the planet Earth. Okay. And Louisiana Wait, borders I Texas. Have a question. So. I have a question about Earth. that. Okay. On Earth. So, you know, it, I wonder if that is because, I'm not doubting the stat, but I wonder if that's because, like, you know, in the 80s when Top Gun came out, you had a ton of applicants for to become fighter pilots in the Navy. I wonder because if Because of Tiger King? Yes. No. no. no this it pre, has to be. It predated Tiger King. Are you yeah. serious? Mm-hmm. I think it's just like when you get to a certain level of being rich, it's like, you know what I'm going to own? A besides tiger. a capuchin monkey? <laughs> Thank you for the clarification. <laughs> is a tiger. A tiger. She's right. Me. She's 100% right. And especially if you're, it's like we're in Texas and we do stuff big. Right, so what's sure. what what's out there that that I can get that's big Tiger. and like you know you can't transport elephants really easily, so people are like, um, <laughs> people. I got a trailer. <laughs> yeah, you do. It's going to take more than eight feet. Eight but feet. They, they'll say, um, you know, I know a guy. And then next thing you know, a guy's got a tiger in his backyard. Can you imagine what it costs so, to feed a tiger? Though? Let me ask you this: So, are you saying that's a rich man's game? I mean, I would imagine it's going to cost a lot to feed a tiger. <laughs> is that a rich man's game? Yeah, dude. owning a tiger, owning a tiger. <laughs> we because we here's only the deal: own dogs. <laughs> is <laughs> all I can picture is what's his name that got famous in 2020 from uh, Tiger King. <laughs> That's and, what we we're. Just, were you not listening? I know, but not <laughs> even but listen, in the room. But, but nothing screams rich to me about Tiger King. That's I know, no, <laughs> nothing at but, all. But hold on, hold on, hold on. But have you noticed that, like? There are a lot of people who I would not clarify or classify as rich, but yet they own a, a gator, like an alligator. There's two kinds of people so who own I, animals like that, though. There are the people who have enough money to do so, and they pay people. And so they just say, I own this. Okay. But they're not like the crazy animal yeah, they're, people. They're not walking out there. And then there's a crazy animal person who said, I sleep with this alligator with me. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. there's yeah. two different kinds of people. There's yeah. the people. But I mean, like, there's what I'm and I can't say it because I'll the, get in trouble. The ones that have a, plenty of money to, like, she's saying, I just own this. What they want to do is they want to own it and nobody know until yeah. they come to their house for a dinner party. You know what I mean? Right. And then right. you walk out and back then, on the patio and they're like, whoa. There is a tiger in your backyard. <laughs> and then, like, there's a, something under the floor that does like this, and then there's sharks swimming in Yeah, there. exactly. Okay, like those people. So my question is, what, other than just, in, I mean, obviously you're trying to impress people, but what would cause somebody mentally to justify that? What we just said. Like, they, they, they want to, it's a, it's keeping up with the Joneses. It's like a me monster at the campfire kind of thing. When you come to my house for a dinner party and you happen to walk out on the back patio, the last thing you expect to see is a is great it? big bangle tiger. 
I don't know why I said oh, it like that. I think it, uh, I think it runs deeper than that. You think so? Oh yeah. Well, it could be something it's, that they're just like I've always wanted to own this, and now I have enough money to do that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it could be that too. Several. Uh, I'll read you a little bit of the article. Several social media posts emerged Thursday night and early Friday morning, report, reporting a tiger had been seen walking around Homa's downtown area. No photo or video evidence uh, of the animal have emerged as of yet. The Homa Police Department said they did receive multiple calls about the large cat. Like, mm. can you imagine just what? I'm taking the garbage out, honey. Hold on. <laughs> what so basically, is it? basically, it get it got free, and it's just walking. That's what around. I'm saying. Like, yeah. imagine walking out, taking the garbage to the street, and then here comes this tiger walking down the street. It's like, what if that's Homa's version of like Bigfoot here? No, like, well, no, you didn't you, no, really no. see a tiger. Okay, no, and it, I thought, what if it's what if it's Homa's ver- Homa Louisiana's version of my Bigfoot, mm. like where, somebody dressed up? Yeah, yeah, where I dressed up as the Bigfoot and ran around. Like, what if they? What if some? But how do you dress up as a tiger and sell it? <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna need two of you guys, gonna and y'all two. both gonna have to yeah. be limber. So yeah, I, I have a question. It takes two to make that go right. <laughs> so, say you're walking outside, you checking the mill, taking the trash out. Yeah, and you see a tiger. What's the move? <laughs> I'm taking okay. a picture. You <laughs> freeze. You <laughs> straight up freeze and don't move. <laughs> Who made the gun noise, Matt? Okay. Of course I did. <laughs> I'm going to shake a box like, of Frosted Flakes out. Like, <laughs> say, there. Open up the garbage and start throwing them leftovers. <laughs> no. You're kidding. Say what you want. Blake's ear to pocket out of there. He's in the house. He's gone. I don't run like that. <laughs> what, how do you run? Mine are like you shuffle? Straight, you shuffle? My hands are straight down. <laughs> kind of a penguin. It's a fast waddle. It's a fast waddle. Yeah, Napoleon Dynamite. (laughs) Head head forward, coming in hot like a torpedo. (laughs) It's a liger. (laughs) All right. Well, Mm. I don't know. I don't don't really have many thoughts about that. I just thought it was a funny story. Maybe it wasn't a tiger. Maybe it was a liger. Yeah. Uh, There is an interesting podcast called... Sunday gravy. No, there's an interesting podcast called Bear Grease where a guy has an episode where he talks about false big cat sightings. Yeah. Because y'all know I did see a mountain lion here in corner. I think I I hit something yesterday. Yeah. uh, I was, there ain't no way I'm letting this not come up. Okay. You hit a big cat? Oh, listen to this. 1078, as one is. (laughs) Let me just tell you, it's not a dog. I know it's not, it wasn't a dog. Okay. But I hit. How do you know it wasn't I'm a dog? Pre- huh? How do you know it wasn't a dog? It had cat-like reflexes, except for <laughs> I hit it. Listen. So I said that to somebody when I saw a big cat. They were like, how do you know it wasn't a dog? I said, because it moved like a cat. Yeah, you just know. Yes. Like, you just know. So um, I hit it. And I'm pretty sure it's a bobcat. I was, okay. it's, it's a bobcat. So I come home, and she's like, my tire's flat. And I'm like, oh, why? And she bad. goes, literally, she throws this out there like it's no big. And she's like, because I hit a bobcat. I was like, a what? She's like, I hit a bobcat. I was like, how in the world do you know you hit a bobcat? And she said, because it was too big to be a, what'd you say? It was like. I was like, it was too big to be a regular cat. Right, like a regular cat. But, but it, it wasn't was, big enough to be like a full-on dog, and it looked like a cat. So. I don't know. Have y'all seen that cat in the uh, 
in Warrior. What's it called? Oh, at, Tractor at, Supply or at Ace Hardware? Oh, yeah. Church. Church. His name's Church. Yeah, that yeah. thing is massive. Yeah, he don't he don't move like <laughs> a cat. So. Let me tell you something right now. He moves like a bowling that ball. One, that wasn't Church. <laughs> this one moves. Church. Yeah. Church would not give you a flat tire. He'd give you a total. <laughs> You'd yeah. have to total your car. <laughs> yeah, y'all hit weird animals. Like you I hit know. a. Listen. I mean, this guy. It became, had, it became a fight at the lunch table yesterday because Tyson was like, "Well, I hit an owl, and now I don't feel as bad." And I was like, <laughs> I was like, Tyson, that's still terrible. <laughs> that's awful. That, and and Joey had a uh, was like a raccoon repel out of a tree and break his windshield. <laughs> Just <laughs> fell straight down yeah, out re- of a tree. He repelled. Y'all watch this. Y'all watch this. Y'all, this I haven't be even good. been home a day, and I already hit a wild animal. Oh, yeah, that's a. Uh, uh, on that podcast I mentioned though, Bear Grease, they do one on mountain lion sighting, mountain lion sightings, mm-hmm. and there are they can only verify about five percent of mm-hmm. big cat sightings. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were, they did an interview with people from like the state of Florida because you always hear about like Florida black panthers and all that right, kind of right, stuff, right. and it's like they can only verify about five percent of big cat sightings in the wild. Most of them actually end up coming down to it's either. Uh, a lot of times it's bobcats. A lot of times it's many times, more times than you think, it's house cats. They'll see them on video or they'll see them from a distance and something about their perspective. A lot of times they'll see them on video and it'll be like a, a video where it's a forced perspective, like where you hold a bass right, right up to the camera right, kind of right. thing. So they'll see them like that. And you can, but the, uh, whatever they call those people who know about animals, they can tell, <laughs> they can tell by their gait, like how they walk, oh, okay. whether or not it's actually a yeah. mountain lion. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. Is this slowly becoming an animal podcast? It is. Yep. It is. So speaking of Sunday, we started a new series, uh, which we weren't speaking of Sunday, but we are now. Um, <laughs> Say what? <laughs> we started a new series in the book of James. Yes. Tell us, what's the name of the series? The name of the series is A Faith that works. I just remember a big head works. with gears that said James across it. Um, yes. I remember uh, you started out with uh, got talking, you specifically talking about the sermon yesterday was focusing just on faith in general. Right. You began with uh, God is the God of faith and the righteous will live by faith. And you went to start this awesome series in the book of James. You went straight to Hebrews, Hebrews. 11. <laughs> <laughs> But I've, I felt like that was a yeah. great place to start, though. How can you not? And I felt like there was a really good point in starting with, uh, um, quote, you know, Hebrews eleven one there, mm-hmm. and uh, be, you know, started off with faith being tied to substance. Substance, yeah. Mm. I think I just dinged. I apologize for that. <laughs> yeah, faith. Hebrews eleven. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, so I think it was important for us to answer the questions, what is faith and what, and, and how does it work? Because really the book of James, when you're dealing with faith, it's really about, you know, what does faith look like when it's played out in your life? You know, so you kind of have to go back to Hebrews to really get that kind of grounding and understanding. And, um, and so that's why we went back to Hebrews 11. One of my favorite statements you made during that was when you said, um, if your faith is tied to a bad substance, it doesn't matter how much faith you have. Right. I like mm-hmm. that. Did y'all get that? Yeah. Okay. Um, and it's and, football season. There's no way I cannot use football as an example. Right. Because how many people put – I mean, literally, I was watching fans. Uh, expect, I mean, as close as that game was with the Alabama-Texas game, 
I still was just blown away by how many Texas fans were crying, like literally. Really? They lost it. Like they literally thought they were going to win. They had all the faith in the world. It just kind of took me back to like the time when Georgia did the blackout on Alabama. You uh-huh. know? And it was like they literally believed. They thought if the whole stadium is blacked out, there's no way we're not going to win. Mm. I'm like, you know, what kind of faith does it require to get? That's just faith and bad substance. That's all that is. Oh, you know? wow. That was a shot. <laughs> <laughs> faith and bad substance, also known as the Georgia Bulldogs. <laughs> I, I, they should follow my, uh, my plan where I just always convince myself we're going to lose. Yeah, that's right. And let's be honest, if I was a Texas fan, it wouldn't be hard to convince myself yeah. we're going to lose Alabama. Because life is better with no faith, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, a little faith in a sub... In, in a sufficient substance, I yes. thought this was really good, will produce great results. Yeah. I, the, the quote that it made me think of was, uh, it's not the strength of your faith, but it's the strength of the object of your faith. Yes. I felt like that that's what it made me think of when you said right. that. You know what story I thought of? I thought you were going to use was the, do you remember, I, I know I've used it a few times, the uh, Charles Blondin. The, oh, yeah. The tightrope walker. Oh, yeah, tightrope, yeah. Y'all know that story? Yeah. I thought you were going to use that that story, yeah. But um, anyway, because I felt like that was kind of a good illustration mm-hmm. of that right there, because that was the whole the whole thing. I'll give a real quick version of it. He was crazy uh, tightrope walker, walk across Niagara Gorge, and uh, had went over it a bunch of different times, all kinds of different ways, and people began to lose interest. So uh, one day he calls for, or he says he's going to walk across it with somebody on his back and calls for a volunteer from the audience and nobody nobody volunteers yeah. obviously they and believe then, in him. yeah his little manager steps up and volunteers and then there's like a famous like depiction of him walking across where that he did which he did with yeah. his uh manager on his back and and the whole point was it wasn't the manager's faith that kept him safe it wasn't his faith that saved him. It wasn't the strength of his faith. It was the strength of the object of his faith, which was the guy carrying God him. Carrying, yeah. So, anyway. That's good. That's good. Mm. I thought that uh, – I really felt like you should have used that, but you just yeah. left, <laughs> left most of the meat on the bone. But there um, – And I, I do have to say, you know, that point, you know, just it just takes a little faith in a sufficient substance. So, like, that's what Jesus was getting at when he said – it just takes the faith of a mustard seed, mm-hmm. you know, to move a mountain. So, and then you had a mustard seed. Did yeah. somebody bring that up to you? Yeah, somebody came and handed me a small little vial had a mustard seed in it, and that thing was like for real. Like for, after the service, somebody after walked the up. service. Yeah, like, here, brother, you should. Here, brother, I have a mustard seed. Where, where y'all at on that? Well, I gotta be honest. When your dad comes well, up to you with a little seed in a vial, I was like, "Oh, did you bring that?" Like as like he was like, "No, somebody just had it in their pocket," and I went. Um, did okay. you know what it was before he said? Well, it was super small, and I, he talked about faith, so I, I drew some you conclusions. Just, okay. Yeah. So I I really wasn't thinking about that at that point because I had went to first service. Please tell me you thought it was like a popcorn. No, no, well, this is, this is what was funny. So I, I, but I've seen them a bunch, and so I'd went to early service, and then I've been busy during the second service, and so when, when I come in at the end of second service, he walks up to me and another guy and lays that vial on the counter and says, y'all know what that is? And the other guy, who had been in both services, looks at it and says, is that a kidney stone? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Matt Wilson. Is that a kidney stone? And I said, uh, 
<laughs> and I said, no, that's a mustard seed because I just recognize them for. But that cracked me up. That's so good. <laughs> that got that's me. That's so good. Yeah. But that, um, all of that, you, you went from there talking about uh, faith is not a, not a feeling. Mm-hmm. Faith is a key. Faith is, and this was, the, this was kind of one of the big quotes in the message was, faith is living like God is telling the truth. Yeah. 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 When you choose not to live by faith, what you're doing, you don't realize it. And I, and I even confess that I struggle with this is because it, it always catches me. It's where conviction for me comes a lot of times is I am challenging the integrity of God when I choose not to live by faith. Like right. what I'm saying is what God has said is not enough for me to live by. That's yeah. ultimately. Yeah. And from there we got into the, the actual scripture for the day, which was James one, one five through eight. Yeah. Um, that's a tough one. Yeah, I like the uh, kind of summing it up. Hard times bring a need for wisdom through faith, not knowledge. Yeah. That was that was a big part of it. That you know that made me think of was the the quote because um, dif- differentiating between wisdom and knowledge is what you were doing. Yeah, and I thought you were going to throw out the uh knowledge is knowing that a tomato is a fruit wisdom is knowing not to put it in mm-hmm. a fruit salad which has made this podcast before has it yes yeah like the first one yeah you start a motivational i say that a lot instagram a what you should start a motivational quote instagram page is that motivational oh, I don't it so. is very motivational i feel it i think most of <laughs> 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 I at a heart level i feel like most of my quotes are not motivational though Let's be honest. Wait, can you start an anti-motivational Instagram page? Wait, I kind of think that might blow up. I'll run it. I think that's my sweet spot. These are humbling quotes. I'm just going to take a year and collect and then just post a bunch of content. That'd be good. My first quote to start us off, quote, you're worse than you think. (laughs) (laughs) Which is true. It's all very true non-motivational quotes. You're worse than really, Everybody comments, I really needed this today. <laughs> uh, the question would be, how many sermons does it get added into the, you know? Uh, the uh, the next thing I had was when you, you you lost me for a second. You brought it back around, okay. but I, I want to hear, hear your explanation sure, when you sure. said, double-minded is being too sold. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? What? Say what? That's what I should have done. Is that Say segment? What? <laughs> uh, yeah. Can you can you explain that? <laughs> yes, I can. I hate that I have to. Um, no, it didn't make sense in that. Yeah. Year. No, I, it was not saying that you have two souls. What it was saying is <laughs> yeah. that your soul is ripped in right. two different directions. So it feels like there's there's two parts of you. You know. And so it's kind of like that double, yeah. being double-minded. It is almost like, I, I didn't say the word, but it's really a lot like schizophrenia. Like mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's like you never know who you're going to get. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And a lot of times who you are is based on, what, what, in other words, the, per, the person that people are having to put up with when it comes to you depends on the circumstance or the situation that you're in. So it's like if I'm in this wonderful particular situation, say life is good and everything I touch is turning to gold, well, God is good. I'm at church. My hands are raised. Everything is awesome. You know, and so you're, so I get this part of you that's like, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm living by faith. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm believing and trusting God for everything. But then there's a part of you 
that if we caught you on a different day in a different circumstance, then there's a part of you that's like, well, you know, I'm doing whatever I can to fix myself. I'm doing whatever I can. You know, I'm listening to everybody but God. I'm, you know, leave me alone. I deserve this moment to, you know, vomit on everybody. You know, mm. so it's just that con- that constant double-mindedness, and that's why he uses the the wave in the ocean as the example in Scripture, right. showing you the unstableness of it. And that's really the key word there is unstable. He said, "You're you're an unstable individual because you're double minded. You're, yeah, you're being pulled between two worlds. Yeah, I followed like once you explained it, I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. I just mm-hmm. in in person at the moment, and I don't know maybe I don't know how it can I don't know what how what order you did it. <clears throat> excuse me, in second service, mm-hmm. but in the first service where I was, I was like, Man, I wish you'd have said that backwards. I would have, I would have, <laughs> I would have thought a lot clearer because uh, it like yeah. once you explained it, I was like, yeah." yeah. And then you kind of wrap that up with a, the Spurgeon quote, which I didn't put that down because I didn't. I wrote, mm-hmm. I typed in Spurgeon quote because my thumbs don't work that fast. Do you uh, happen to have that quote like handy? Or? Yeah. Can, yeah. I, can Just I say give me something about the Spurgeon quote while he's looking at yeah. it? Yeah. So he put it up, and this is one of my favorite moments because it happens in service a lot. Somebody goes to take a picture of it, and they don't realize that their flash is on. So that happened a few yeah. times. So if you're out there, tag yeah. us, tag us in the yeah. picture. So, That's funny. Well, but yeah, I've got it here. But before I read it, I think it's important to know that the the point of verses five through eight was, you know, Hebrews eleven one was talking about what faith is, and James one five through eight is talking about this is how you work it out. That's this right. Is, this is how it works. Yeah. And so the, here's an example. And in that verse, it says, if you ask God for wisdom, he will give it. Yeah. And then it goes in, and it makes a very candid point. In some translations, it says, but you must ask in faith. That's right. And, and, and that the version we were reading was talking about you cannot doubt. You must believe. Yeah. Otherwise, you're double-minded, and the Lord's not going to do this for you. Yeah. Sorry, and, I wasn't doing a good job at stringing your thoughts together no, there. No, it's okay. Let me just say for the public's yeah. benefit, his sermon made sense. Like, okay. it all made sense. <laughs> It came together. <laughs> yeah. So, but the point is, is like, you know, it's it's. Do you believe that if you ask God for wisdom, that He will give it? And if so, then do you live like that? You know. Yeah. And so, so that's kind of the whole point. You know, talking about the integrity of God. And Spurgeon had this to say about those verses in James chapter one. He said, "Do you believe that God can give you wisdom, and that He will do so if you ask Him?" Then. Go at once to him and say, Lord, this is what I need. Specify your wants. State your exact condition. Lay the whole case before God as, as with as much orderliness as if you were telling your story to an intelligent friend who was willing to hear it and prepared to help you. And then say, Lord, this is specifically what I think I want, and I ask this of thee, believing that thou canst give it to me. You ever read the Spurgeon <laughs> quote and it's like, well, when you say it that way. Well, I mean, <laughs> when you put it like that. <laughs> I tell you, though, on my end, that part of going to God for wisdom first before going to other people oh, yeah. probably stepped on my toes the most. Mm. Yeah. Because I do surround, I try to surround myself with people who are constantly in yeah. God's word, but they're not God. And so yeah. I constantly feel like I'm, I'm having to make sure that that's my first stop. Yeah, yeah. but time. we make concessions for them because we go, well, maybe God's speaking through those people right. to but me. When you said, when you said, yeah, but did you ask God first? I was like, oh, man. 
Yeah. No, that's it's true because, and you said this, it's like maybe they live in another state and essentially like you're just using them as a sounding board because yeah. they don't have a dog in the fight kind of right, thing. Right, And we all have people like that, especially yeah. people who are involved in ministry like Absolutely. because of you our relationships yeah. at different churches and things like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that yeah. was a... That was really harsh you to say that. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't got to do me like that. <laughs> the last, uh, you finished the with a story about uh, Maximus. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you what he said? He came up to me after service and he goes, I'm confused. That never happened. I ain't never been scared in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Never. You were, he was literally the most scared child, so I don't get it. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. So true. Max is funny. Yeah. You want to give him a shout out now? Yeah, we should. I told Joey the other day, and I did, I did, uh, I did tell him, uh, I think it was last Wednesday night. I said, Did your, which you told him, and I figured you would. I I walked up to him last Wednesday night, and I said, Did your dad tell you that I low key, stalk your Instagram page for the comments, which is kind of creepy, I know. But it's like if I see a picture that I know will generate comments, yeah. then I look at the comments. Did you see what he wrote on my, my picture when I said I was moving back home? Yeah, I think I did. What did he, he said, dang, I thought you were staying. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell y'all something. If y'all don't have a brother, you've never been humbled. You've literally never been humbled. Yeah, I, I've got one. If you don't have a brother that you're That's both hard. you're both male and within <laughs> barely a year of each other, you've never been punched in the mouth. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I'm the older sister, and I, I've taken some licks. So yeah. the story I told Sunday that's a, that's how old he was when that happened. Oh yeah, so he kind of looked like so a Cabbage cute. Patch kid. Yeah, looked like a little Cabbage Patch kid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But what's up with both your sons being like tall, lean, athletic? But when they were little, they were like just short and fat. Fat. <laughs> when <laughs> P- hey, look. Yeah. When, you didn't when have to sorry, carry, I know you that's not. Carry him I didn't know that's not politically correct and everything, well, but but when Tyson was born, he was like he was almost like he was between eight and nine pounds. So that's a big baby. <clears throat> eight between eight and nine pounds is a pretty good sized baby. Yeah. So I come walking in the waiting room, and you know, there's always people there in the waiting room with other families, right? And so they they always are nosy. They listen in, you know, and stuff. And so when Tyson was born. I come walking in, and all of our family were like, well, I was like, well, he's like eight pounds and nine ounces, something like that. And, and when I, and I said, he's just, he's just a little one. And everybody else in the the, place was like, what? That is a huge baby. And I had to look at them and say, well, you should have seen his brother. His brother, Max, was 10 pounds, three ounces. Yeah. That's a big boy. Tyson just did his growing later on. He did. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, yeah, so the story was just when Max was little, he was just scared to jump off the pool edge and jump into my arms. And I was just making the point that the reason he was scared is because he didn't trust the integrity of, of my word. He didn't know that he could trust my word. And when once he realized it, then it, it became – crazy like he would take off running and i wouldn't mm-hmm. even be in the pool yet and he'd be like dad catch me and i'm not i'm not even in the pool yet so yeah. i'd have to dive in after him you know can i tell a summer camp story yeah so that that's the job i just came from i helped run a summer camp so we have the blob have you ever done the blob i have um 
Believe it or not, I'm a little difficult to blob. I don't know if you, you imagine that. I've got some bad memories with the blob. <laughs> As a student pastor, you've encountered a blob. <clears throat> well, I've been, I mean, I've encountered a blob multiple times, but like I said, I'm difficult to blob. So most of my stories involve me blobbing other people. So we had this little kid, and our blob platform is tall. Like, yeah. you blobbed mm-hmm. when you came to my house. It, it It's tall. So... He was not going to do it. And we were like, trust us. Like, it's going to be fine. You're going to be fine. So after like literally 15 minutes of this kid going, no, nah, I can't do it. You know, like, you know, we're trying to, we're pumping him up. We're hopping him up. He finally does it. And when he lands, he lands on his back and he just stays there for a second. We're all like, oh God. <laughs> oh no. He's, he's, he's a goner. And he, literally I just hear him yell, this was the best day ever. <laughs> <laughs> then he crawls down to the end and gets blobbed. So it was just a fun story because it made me think like he did not, he didn't trust us at all. Yeah. He was like, Mm-mm, not yeah, going to happen. This is not going to be fun. Yeah. He was even watching other kids do it and was like, Mm-mm, mm-hmm. not for me. He did it. Uh, I thought it was a good start to the series yeah, though. Yeah. So come back next Sunday and we'll, we'll talk about part two of that for sure. Mm-hmm. So what about worship yesterday? We had the, mandolin i saw that. yeah we uh we broke the mandolin out we were scaled down just a little bit um we did uh my mind just went blank we did jesus firm foundation a song that we introduced a couple of weeks ago um a new song called back to life really good um just kind of that straight out of ephesians you've called me from death to life and then um we did what mercy did for me and then after the message, oh praise the name, which um, our church really likes that one a yeah. lot. Yeah, so yeah, good Sunday. It was a lot of fun. Cool. We were gonna sing "Let's Have Church" again. I ain't been here when you sang. Oh that. man, I forgot about that. I love that song. Let's saying. have church. What is that? That's the song that Dad's about to give us a little sample. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> I don't. What are, what are we talking about? We talked about it like two. You weeks. know, I don't listen to music. No, he. We talked about it on the what? podcast. He, yeah, and then he promised he was going to sing it again, and I don't think he's kept. Yeah, I forgot about that. My bad. Mm. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just good. like that. I'm sorry. Song. It's a good one. Hey, random off subject. Have y'all know? Has anybody else in this room noticed how many times I've yawned since being in here? I thought okay? he was about to hit us with a conspiracy theory. No. Is this the beginning of a conspiracy? Theory? No. <laughs> You so, have, you have get your lot. phone out, Blake. So, get your phone out. And I've noticed every time we're in this room, I'm I'm fine before and after. I yawn a lot in here. So, quick Google search. This color makes you sleepy. It looks like you're inside of a tangerine. Orange, Orange and yellow are colors that help you fall asleep. What? Per Google. That's not. A thing. I'm not lying. Now, I'm not said lying. Like light blue. Well, that's that's, a, that's a what gray. I would think. You know, there's some. Uh, um, football programs will do that. Like the they'll paint they'll paint uh, the locker rooms because like uh, deep red colors will paint like a like a dark red or maroon or something like that makes you gets you uh, angry. angry but but focused like hyper focused and kind of on your toes and then they'll go to like the visitors locker room and paint it like a like a baby blue <laughs> like cute. a soft aqua to relax you yeah yeah red makes you hungry it you does be careful. Paint stuff red. Yeah. What if you're colorblind though? Well, then you're immune. <laughs> yeah. how, I wonder you how have it a affects. Superpower. I wonder how it affects me. Did are you, you know that I found out yesterday that there's quite a few people in our church that are colorblind? I should start a club. 
What would you call it? <laughs> Name it right now. <laughs> <laughs> the colorblind clip. I don't know. The, we, the CBD. CBD. <laughs> um, oh, <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> colorblind. What does that stand for? What's the D stand for? I, I thought I said CBD. Dudes. Colorblind dudes. Yeah, it's colorblind most, dudes. CBD. It, you know, it's extremely rare for a <laughs> Here's the thing. <laughs> what? We're broadcasting. Here's the thing. People listen. I'm not saying. <laughs> there, uh, I should think it might be an addictive club. <laughs> there's a, uh, what was I going to say? Man, I, I totally forgot what I was going to say. Right. Oh, that, um, well, yeah, I forgot what I was going to say. Can I tell a story? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so, I got to be careful how I say this. Because in the in the last few days... A world-renowned person has passed away. Yeah. Me being a youth pastor, I follow a lot of the teenagers on Instagram. And (laughs) you know where this is going. (laughs) So the the queen passed away, what was it, like Friday? God save the queen. Yeah. You, are the Utes, are they not very compassionate? I don't compa- think you have to worry about anything. Blake's going to take the heat. <laughs> are, they, are they They're not compassionate? <laughs> so the internet has a way of just taking things and running with them. Yeah? This post oh, that is that. completely, like, <laughs> it's so out of left field. It I, When I first saw it, I was like, I busted out laughing. It was the day after the queen had passed away. And I kid you not, I'm scrolling through Instagram stories and like 10 of our guys in the youth group have shared this same post. It's a photo of the queen and it says breaking news. The queen Elizabeth shot dead in Detroit. (laughs) What? Just out of left field. That's awful. And yeah. And I messaged one of them and I was like, wait, is this real right now? Like, are you, is this fake news or and y'all know it and you're just sharing it to be funny or do y'all actually think that's how this went down? So I'm worried about so, I am worried about that. So you're saying the queen so scared. literally in the thug life. Yes. Excuse me, you haven't been to Detroit. Look. It, I'm out, I'm it, out got, on this. it got so Cut much attention. Mics. Cut the mics. They had to they had to disprove it as false. Snopes had to do an article on yes, it. Yes, and call it Liar, Liar, Pants on Fire. That's so weird. That's so weird. Anyways, All youth right. ministry. What a time to be alive. Yeah. All right. Uh, it, what, what's going on, you know, anything in particular going on in this week or next that we want to talk about? Uh, I mean. Come just- back. Next Sunday for part two. Yeah. Well, Wednesday night, all your activities are still yeah. rocking and rolling. Yeah. Lots of activities. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we've got uh, 6.30, we have kids, uh, kids for truth. We got um, our student ministry and adult Bible study and all you P28 people continuing to meet. So, y'all, yeah. please make sure you come out on Wednesday night. 6.30 p.m. Everything starts at 6.30 Except students, y'all have open gym starting at yeah six through twelfth grade, six through twelfth grade, starting at five thirty. And mention, just want to mention the um, we have a gr- a good group of people here from the church that help with the food bank on Saturday. Yeah, that'll be this Saturday at the Cane Creek um, 
Baptist Church there, right there on Warrior Jasper Road. Yep, we just and, got back from unloading the truck this yep, morning. Yeah, we unload the truck this morning. Or, and uh, but anyway, if you're interested in being involved in that, most definitely contact the church. We'll get you connected with the right folks. Um, we'd love for you to get on that rotation. It doesn't mean you help every month, but it, it does mean we can get you in on some of those months, and you could help out and. I think they have close to 200-plus families go through there wow. that they help. So it's a big deal. So mm-hmm. that's this Saturday. So so always something going on, always something to get involved with. And then two weeks from now, two weeks from now, I'm going back to Universal. Wow. <laughs> also, <laughs> also two weeks from that's now right. is see you at the pole. That's coming up. As By well. the way, when I look at the staff calendar, it says Blake off. <laughs> And it's this whole week, and I yeah. literally, my eyes saw bake-off. <laughs> <laughs> I went, we're having Wait. a bake-off for an entire week? Let's go. Wait, are we about to bake I'm going to sample, baby. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fundraiser. So good. It's a fundraiser. All right. Mm. Well, I guess that's it. So next time, you guys, we'll see All you right. next time. Thank you for being here, Hope. Thank you. Follow us on Instagram. Yes. Sunday, what's it, what's it called? Sunday Gravy Podcast. Sunday Gravy Podcast. Let's go. Yup. Sunday Gravy. <laughs> <laughs>